take the reins back. And listen, this is not just like a political point of view, but I feel like as we have seen over the course of this year, so many labor unions taking a stand, we see inflation going up, we see rent going up. We understand that as a people, we're going to have to actually make demands with our pockets or else it's going to keep going out of control. And they've been waiting all year long, these corporations, to get Black Friday pockets. So you know what? Make it stop. How about that? Let's try it, right? Let's try it. Now, when it comes to Black Friday here at the Amanda Seal Show, that means that we're going to be spreading black joy all day long, all right? Also, LaToya Luckett will join us for another edition of For the Record, and we've got my public seals announcement. We'll be right back. Make sure you stick around to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and uh, we are here at the Amanda Seals Show on a fun day, Friday, which means it is time to hit you with a story of black joy. All right, so shout out to Missy, Misdemeanor Elliot, because she's donating 50K to Virginia families facing eviction. So Missy gave 50K to the Portsmouth Redevelopment and the Housing Authority earlier this wow. week. Wow. And hey, wait, have you ever been to Portsmouth? I haven't. They needed more than 50K. Go on. <laughs> Well, Alyssa Winston, who actually serves as the director for the um, Housing Authority, says that Missy's donation will go towards paying off past rent due of 26 families. So as we, as we think we talked about it on the show, actually, Missy actually received um, a street in a day na- named after her in Portsmouth. And this is the year anniversary of that. And then giving back, she said, I love everybody out here. I just know that P-Town is with me no matter where I go. Everything about Missy comes from here. The hospitality, the humility, the confidence. If you mess with me, it's a problem. <laughs> we sweet, but don't try us. So I love the fact that she got I believe a, a, a that. Name. I believe it too. Don't play with mm-hmm. Missy. July 1st. Her, her uh, punked episode. Yes, I have. Also, you always Missy is a woman who who was wearing do rags. Okay, right. So right. you want uh, any anybody that's out here just and that's in general. That's just genderless. Anybody okay. who's wearing do rags, I'm just gonna give a general. You know what? I'm not gonna press you. Also, like yeah. Black Air Force Ones. Anybody out here <laughs> just wearing Black Air Force Ones that ain't working in somebody uh, fast food kitchen, I'm gonna just mm-hmm. give just a general air on the side of caution of you know what. You, 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 somebody that I should just <laughs> defer to. I feel you on that. I'm happy that she got her street in her name and then just, then just like walk away with it. She actually giving back to the community. You know, some people get their little proclamation of like, oh, this was fun. Thank you. Never hear from again. Facts. Facts on facts on facts. So shout out to Missy Elliott. I'm not surprised. She's a July 1st cancer. Just like your girl. <laughs> that has been a story of black joy. We'll be right back with more Fun Day Friday right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is time to test these brothers on the uh. word of the day. All right, let's get into it. Jeremiah, like the Bible, what is your sound? Your buzzer. Baby, 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 baby. baby, baby. baby, baby. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Taking it to some 90s. All right, um, Supreme. I'm extremely focused today. Mine is word up. Word up. Plain and simple. Word up. Word up. Keeping that brain locked in. All right. So the way this is going to work is I am going to basically tell you the definition and you will tell me the word okay word I know sometimes we we flip the- <laughs> <laughs> goodbye 
<laughs> now these now I feel like these words were pretty easy. So in order to get the actual point, you need to use it in a sentence properly. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. The first word is a formal word that can refer to the most typical or perfect example of something. Um, baby, 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 baby. baby, baby. baby. Yes, yeah, Jeremiah, like the Bible. I'm not. I'm not omnipresent. It's I'm omniscient. Omniscient. Nah, nah. <laughs> that ain't it. It's steal. um her sweet. That is, that is incorrect. Uh, that is incorrect. Yeah, no. The word is quintessence. Quintessence. Yes. All right. All right. All right. We got zero on the board. Zero on the board. Next word. word. <laughs> All right. Since you want to say the word, what is the definition of Molly? Um, this is when you treat somebody with a whole bunch of attention. You're catering to them. You're coddling them. You're you're making okay. sure. Okay. All right. You're yeah. halfway there. Mm-hmm. Use it in a sentence. Sometimes a mother can model coddle their son into the. Can what? Can what? Molly coddle. Okay. Their son into the point where they're no longer functional adult male. Yeah. As somebody who dates cisgendered heterosexual men, that is (laughs) correct. (laughs) Sorry, fellas, to throw us under the bus like that. I just needed an example. (laughs) Start funny. All right. Next word. A formal word that means. Harry, baby, 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 oh. baby, baby. Jeremiah like the Bible, and it is her stoop. <laughs> that is correct. That is, right, he yelled out the word. Use it in a sentence. Um, the the bearded man at the at the carnival was very her stoop. That is correct. That Stop is correct. That, that is correct. That. Okay, now for this last one, in order to win the point, I need the spelling, the definition, and I need a sentence. Okay. Okay. The word is foliage. Word up. Baby, 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 baby. Okay, that was Rodney. That was DJ Supreme. All right, let's go with the spelling first. Okay. Um, F-O-L-I-A-G-E. Ah, okay, okay, okay. We're going to give you that. We're going to give you that. And it refers to, um, this is when you're talking about plants or leaves. And my sentence is, this weekend, I'm going to go to Albany, New York, and take a good look at the fall foliage on the highway. All right. There we go. I'm looking up for it. Champ is here. <laughs> <laughs> the champ is here. Well, there you have it, y'all. DJ Supreme has taken this week's crown for a word for the word of the week game. Next week, well, Jeremiah, you know, you get another shot. All right, you'll, you'll get another shot. All right, keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seal Show. We got more show for you. Do not move. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Okay, now. 
sis, that's something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seal Show. Protect your mind by not disconnecting, but by taking moments of meditation. Protect your mind by always watching what you are intaking in and questioning the source. Um, and it's it's effort. You know, like what is the message's effort? Uh, protect your mind by balancing what you are taking in uh, and not just balancing in terms of different sources, but balancing in terms of tone, right? Like, you know, there's so much darkness going on right now. Protect your mind by bringing some light into your space. Protect your mind by going to sleep early. Protect your mind by eating well. Protect your mind by talking to your friends and not just ruminating in your mind, but actually like speaking out loud. Protect your mind by creating community. Protect your mind by protecting your community. But altogether, the message is obviously protect your mind because they coming for it like gremlins in the night. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me. But just remember, when it hits the fan, brother, whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say it. The Amanda Seal Show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody fool. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremy, like the Bible. And you've reached the, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. Hey, Amanda, Jeremiah, and the whole crew. This is Addie again. We just left our library's monthly homeschool class, and this is something we learned this week. Monopoly was invented by a woman, and it was originally called Landlord. And she invented it to tell people about the unfairness of people buying up property and raising the rent constantly. The game was stolen from her by some dude who lost his job. And he copied the game because she was making, you know, the games by hand on paper, making the pieces and everything. He copied the design and he made it look like the modern day Monopoly. And then he tried to sell it to the same store that she sold it to, tried to sell it to several years before, but they wouldn't buy it from her because they thought no one wanted to play it. But this man came with the game with a new a facelift, if you will, uh, a couple of decades later, and they bought the game and realized that she had a patent on it. So they paid her $500, which is $9,000 today, and he went on to make millions. Um, so yeah, Monopoly was invented by a woman who was trying not to have people be ignorant about the fact that people were creating monopolies. Ain't that a shame. All right, y'all. Bye. That tracks. <laughs> that tracks. <I> mean, <laughs> listen, he said, do not pass go, do not collect $200 because I'm jacking your joint. Go to jail. And she only got $500? That's crazy. You could have gave me a little bit more money than that. 500 Boardwalk costs more than $500. <laughs> They play with her. A mess. Um, shout out to everybody who like plays Monopoly till the end. Because you are a star. Like you are Does it end? somebody with people patience. do that? Yes. There are people who wow. play Monopoly till the end. Never, and they and they and they have like 
like I'm, I'm, my friend's family like had an ongoing Monopoly game. Like, I mean, they would play like at dinner or something. Like maybe like after dinner, they'll play for like an hour or whatever. And this would just mm-hmm. keep going. And then eventually that would end. And then they would just start a new one. And it was just constantly a Monopoly game, like in process at their it's house. Hot. Think about it. Um, all right. We'll be right back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Happy Friday. We are enjoying this Black Friday, and I hope you are too. And when we say Black Friday, for us, Black Friday is every Friday. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> You're right. right. Yes. Happy birthday if today is your birthday. Uh, we don't have any Black people who are celebrating the birthday that we know of. <laughs> but if you are listening and it is your birthday, happy birthday to you. Okay. Now, coming up this hour, we'll continue to spread Black joy and Childs, another day, another celebrity confession. So we're going to get into that. Mm. Plus, we got things I learned this week and we'll check the voicemail. So don't go anywhere. We got more show for you. So stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seal Said It. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Or just tell a friend, hey, yo, I'll be listening to the Amanda Seal Show. You need to do it, too. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let that be what you do for Black Friday. You support a Black business like this. We'll be right back. I know that's all right. Welcome to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. We are having a great time on a fun day Friday, and it is time for another story. A story of Black joy. Black joy. <laughs> all right, let's talk about Russell Wilson, because his Why You Not, Why Not You Foundation, along with the Common Spirit Health, has teamed up to donate $1 million to the Denver, Colorado community. So together, they donated $1 million to 10 organizations positively impacting health equity, education, food security, social justice, and providing support for children and youth. Russell How much did he donate? $1 million. Wait, $100,000. What did I say a million? Okay. Any of these multi bazillionaires who be like, I donated twenty thousand, I'd be like, cut it out. <laughs> right. So the, that's the not breaks down to ten a hundred thousand per per um organization. But a hundred thousand, like you can do something with that. You can do something, you can with, do that something with that. Well, yeah. Russell Wilson and his wife. Sierra. The way I look at it is this, Jeremiah, like the Bible. The way I look at it is like this. If I can donate twenty thousand, then you can donate. I'm with you on that one. I'm with you when you, what they say. I'm with you when you're right. I'm with you when you're right. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so Russell Wilson and his wife Sierra, they said we are forever grateful for the opportunity to impact our youth with one million dollars donated to our Denver, Colorado community. Our partnership with Common Spirit Health will help make real change in Colorado. All right. Shout out to Colorado. I didn't know that Colorado really needed change like that in Denver but you know what I don't know everything so I'm learning I'm learning um what'd you say the slums of Colorado Denver Colorado the slums of, the slums of Colorado just never rolled off my tongue but okay you know we gonna just rock with it and I think that um actually so many of us are just not really getting about to know about Colorado because of prime time mm-hmm. right Deion Sanders so I think um, there's probably some type of synergy right there but we love Russell and Sierra it's amazing what prayer can do it really is it's amazing what prayer can do (laughs) we'll be right back y'all see Amanda Seals show the Amanda Seals show we up we up 
Welcome back, y'all. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. All right, now let's keep going uh, with this show because every day, it's like every day another celebrity gets on the internet and just shares too much information, right? By the way, y'all who keep coming on this internet to be like, I need to take a step back from the internet. Step back. Why did you step up to step back? No one needed to know. Um, but when these celebrities do, okay, it's time to play another round of Guess That Celebrity Confession. All right. So, Jeremiah, like the Bible, what is today's celebrity confession? All right, Amanda. So, today's celebrity confession is that I call my husband daddy because he raised me. I call my husband daddy because he raised me. So a celebrity said this out mm-hmm. loud on the internet. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is the occupation of the person? Their occupation is comedian. The occupation is comedian. Mm-hmm. A comedian? Oh, no. <laughs> this is not Monique. Is this Monique? Oh my God, come on. Let's play the audio, guys. There's audio? I thought she typed this. (laughs) And a lot of black women would say, why do you call him daddy? Because he's raising me. He's raising me. My father probably stopped giving me what I needed when I was around 13 years old. So now you got a woman that's 13 and now I'm 35 and now I got a bunch of money, what we consider to be a bunch of money. Let me just be real clear about that. Okay. Now I got this money. Now I'm taking care of everybody. Who going to check me, boo? Who going to make me grow up? You're equal. I'm just trying to understand why she always delivers these wildly toxic and problematic statements in this voice of like guru-ness. You know what I'm saying? It's an Iyanla right. tone. Right. Because he's raising me. Because he's raising me. <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> well, she actually did respond because you know, people on, on the internet was talking about her. She says the people that get it, get it. And the ones that the don't, people that get it don't. are in the same place as you. <laughs> Sis, the reason I say this is because it be hurting my heart. I be just like, damn, sis, like this ain't, this ain't, I mean, it, you know, actually, let me just say this. The, 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 the Negro spiritual goes, if you like it, <laughs> I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swing low, sweet chariot. If you like it, I love it. But I'm going to tell you now, for those who are listening, who are not already in the depths of this position and are considering this as like mm-hmm. an ethos, let it go. Let it go. This ain't this ain't <laughs> it, baby. Because he's raising me. These are my confessions. Nope, not not going to be able to do it. And, you know, this guy I've heard, this husband has, like, stopped her from doing roles. You know, I've heard that he's, you know, somewhat been problematic on sets. I don't know how true any of that is, but that's a wild statement to make about your husband. That's a wild statement. Oh, yeah, yo, that was a good one. Thank y'all for taking me down that very troubling road. Um, <laughs> call us, let me know. Actually, do y'all want to make a confession? Mm. Hit me up. One eight five five Amanda eight. I would love to hear y'all's confessions. One eight five five 
Amanda 8. Call me. I promise I won't judge you. You know I'm going to judge you. But you're going to love it. It's like when people sit at the front row of the comedy show. You're like, don't pick on me, but pick on me. Ah, that's crazy. All right. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Things I learned this week. Yeah. There's a lot you can learn. <laughs> What's good, y'all? It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seal, and it's time for some things I learned this week. Now, um, you know, I've been on the internet crazy for the past three weeks, but so mm-hmm. much of what I've been learning has been about Israel and Palestine. Uh, but I still got some insight into some other things uh, by just being in the mix of things. So okay. in 1847, the Choctaw Nation, of course, indigenous, indigenous tribe here from the United States, mm-hmm. um, collected money to help a famine-stricken Ireland, y'all. Now, I know some mm-hmm. of y'all have known about, like, oh, the Ireland potato famine, and then we mm-hmm. learned that they got on the boat, and they came over to Ellis mm-hmm. Island, etc. Well, in 1847, the Choctaw Nation, which by itself was already dealing with the wounds of the Trail of Tears, which was Andrew Jackson, the American president's efforts to just mm-hmm. decimate all the indigenous people of America while they had manifest destiny and created a whole country. Madness. Um, But they decided after finding out about a potato famine that they were going to help them. (laughs) Like, I don't... In Ireland. So basically the Choctaws, they pulled their resources together and they got $16. (laughs) Okay. They got $16. But those 16 silver coins... Went over mountains, across plains, the Atlantic, mm. to get all the way to Ireland. And when the donation reached the famine, ra- when the do- when the donation reached the fab- the famine ravaged fields of Ireland, it brought more than mere monetary relief. It brought hope because it was a small, significant spark in the Irish people's darkest hour. Okay. And I know that a lot of people like in what's going on in the Congo right now, what's going on in Sudan, mm-hmm. what's going on in Palestine. I know a lot of people feel like, well, what's the point of me posting? Like if I can only donate five dollars, like what's the point, et cetera, et cetera. But when people are down, literally just being seen feels mm-hmm. like so much value. It has so much value. Right. Because, you yeah. know, that when you by yourself and you feel down, you feel like, whoa, is me. I'm the <laughs> only one who is dealing with this. You know, so like if you're in the world and your entire community is like being besieged and by a number of things, whether it's a natural disaster or war, et cetera, like mm-hmm. it can just be so isolating. So just something to think about. All right. Now, as we're talking about uh, being isolated. So my mom actually sent me this. There is an island that is um, off of the coast of Antigua and Barbuda. That had okay. basically been like overrun by rats and Ooh. goats Ooh. because of like because of, of, of humans, okay. and it got so overrun that it just decimated the island. And so like all of like the original wildlife like left the birds, etc. And so then it became mm-hmm. just like a rock. And <laughs> the um, environmentalists around from Antigua and Barbuda were like, you know what? We're going to actually like bring this back. We're going to bring this back. Mm. And so they set up tents on the island and they caught every rat on that (laughs) island. They caught every rat on that island. And then they took all the goats and by itself, they didn't even have to plant anything. They didn't have to like do anything. Literally by just removing the invasive species, the rats Mm. and the goats, the island came back to life. Oh, 
So, yeah, you know, it's nature. just, this is another lesson that when we invade spaces and we mm. see decimation and we see deprivation, a lot of times, if you just remove the invasive species, people, animals, plants will revitalize. We saw that in the pandemic. We did. Once we was forced to stay home, nature was like, finally. <laughs> so those are my things I learned this week, y'all. A lot to process and synthesize. Keep it locked right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seals Show. I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Hey, Amanda, this is Anthony, and I am calling with a thing I learned this week. I actually learned two things about dogs and the police. So one is, did you know that dogs were used to catch slaves when they ran away? And they were used because the bite marks and the scars on the slave would show that that slave tried to run away before. And then they were adopted into the police when the police was formed. And then the second thing was canines in the police force were also used to get around the Fourth Amendment of illegal search and seizure because technically dogs can give the police probable call to search you just by giving them a hit, like, from your scent. And it's not illegal because the air around you is not protected by the Fourth Amendment. Hope you guys learned something this week. Take care. Wow. The one thing about it, default. The way that it always comes back to racism and now y'all pull the dogs into it. Like we spent all day yesterday, group chat Thursday, we had a group chat topic about loving our pets and Mm -hmm. black people like pets too. But then here we go. And it's like, this is why black people don't really rock with dogs. Also, because y'all was sicking the dogs on us when we were literally just trying to vote. Literally Mm -hmm. just trying to vote. I didn't think about that. That's true. Like, that's, that's trauma right there. A mess, a mess, a mess. Um, okay, I have to sit with that one, y'all. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. I wasn't ready for that things I learned this week. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine. y'all it's the amanda seals show i'm amanda seals here and uh rita brent is still eating from yesterday okay she is still (laughs) eating from yesterday she is here trying to sneak bites of food while we are recording the show and (laughs) it it, you know it's making all of us jealous but shout out to rita for you know having a strong leftover game all right how are y'all's leftovers doing i have a problem where i keep my leftovers too long I feel like I really be like mm-hmm. a week later still dipping in and it's like it's over. Oh, I, uh, we it's over. You try to get salmonella. <laughs> no, I don't. 
I know. I know. I know. I know. Like Amanda, please let it go. Please let it go. All right. You're right. You're right. Well, you know what? I don't want y'all to let us go because we got a lot coming up this hour. All right. We're going to be spreading more black joy. Latoya Luckett's going to join us for another edition of For the Record. I tell them the scenario. They tell me the song. Plus, we got things I learned this week. And we're going to check the voicemail. Look at that. Look at that. It's not even leftovers. This is a fresh plate of the Amanda Seals show on a fun day Friday. So stay connected with us and call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals show. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, and today is Friday. So you know we got to hit you with a story of black joy. All right, Amanda. So we got to talk about Morehouse. So nearly 3,000 Morehouse men have have had their debts with college wiped clean. So Morehouse is teaming up with an organization known as the Debt Collective, the nation's first union of debtors, to cancel pending debt. So Debt Collective is actually an organization that grew out of the Occupy Wall Street that sort of mimics like the labor movement. And they said, just like workers stand together to organize for better wages or better working conditions, we believe debtors can do the same. So yeah. Good news for Morehouse men. If you graduated in fall of 2022 and before, you could have received monies to cancel your student debt. And that includes balances from everything like unpaid parking tickets, library fines, and even unpaid tuition totaling up to $30,000. Listen. Okay. We love to see that. That That is something we love to see. (laughs) Yes. The Morehouse men getting it together. Didn't they have... Didn't someone... Was it Morehouse that had their tuitions covered by uh, yeah the billionaire Johnson a few years ago? Yeah, mm-hmm. Robert Johnson. Or, Robert yeah, Johnson, sure. right? All right, good I'm stuff. Sure good stuff. We love to see it. <laughs> Listen, the HBCUs, y'all, y'all got to get cracking because they're coming for they're coming for the HBCUs. That Edward yeah. Blum, that Edward Blum, who's like coming for the free, the Freedom Fund and who came for Africa for uh, um, come on, affirmative action. I'm pretty sure he's going to come for the HBCUs. But you know what? We're going to talk about that on another day because today is Black Joy Friday and it's all about keeping things in a good state of mind. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals Show. Del- delving deep, deep into your favorite creator's musical insights. I know this is one of your favorite records and it's one of mine too. Talking about their favorite records. It's for the record. Yeah, everybody loves that song. Man, it was number one in the country. Yes, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, and I am joined for another edition of For the Record with Latoya Lucky. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. So, Latoya, I'm going to tell you the scenario, and you're going to tell me the song, all right? Oh, my gosh. Now, now these are easy. These are fun. These are fun. What okay. is a song that reminds you of H-Time? Houston. Eight time? Um, yeah. Okay. Any, June 27th. Um, but let me see. Yeah, June 27th or Do the South Side by Lil Kiki. I know how to do the South Side. Amanda, you do it. I got to see you do it. When we ride. Come on. For the South Side. Yeah. Come on. Yes. This is what happens when you date Houston. Oh, <laughs> What was it like growing up in Houston in the 90s? Oh, amazing. Um, you know what? Um, something about our culture is just amazing. But I 
can just remember everything being UGK um, yep. or the Botany Boys or, um, oh my God, I Still Alone, Scarface and, and, and the Ghetto Boys. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was all about. Did you feel like you lit? Like, what was your neighborhood like? Were you in the burbs? Were you in the hood? Like, were you oh. on the farm? <laughs> no, very middle class. Um, and the thing that I love and miss most about our neighborhood is being able to like hop on a bike, ride to your homegirl's house, and then y'all take a ride around the neighborhood, chasing the ice cream truck. Yeah. Like, I I felt safe in my community. I felt safe mm. on my street. Um, I could go and, you know, sell my my Girl Scout cookies and come back and always feel supported and loved. And I just, yeah, it it, it was a time. It's it's a time that I miss. Oh, now, I, I Houston wish. is very Black. <clears throat> was it always that very, way? Yes, yes, very much so. And I didn't realize that until, until I started living other places. Uh-huh. It is like, yes, it's a melting pot, but... I mean, it was a majority when I was coming up. Like, that's all right. who I saw. That's all who I was around. Um, and I think that that has a lot to do with, like, my confidence or mm-hmm. some of the other artists that I see come up out of, you know, Houston. We were, there was a space cultivated for us to be creative and to live out loud and love out loud and just be who we, we were. And, um it's nothing like a, a, how do I say this? You know us. You know when we start supporting each other. Yes. Yes. It's different <laughs> than any other race. Right. So no, I just felt supported all the way around from a kid. From a kid, I felt supported. Before Destiny's Child, before anything, like, I I mean, from my, from my choir teacher. Right. She, telling me, no, 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 this is what we're going to do. I see you have a love for this. Let's get you in voice lessons. Okay, there's an opportunity for you to go sing in Japan. Like, what? I'm singing for the church choir, but we over in Japan? Lamichi? What? Okay. Well, speaking of kids, what is a song that you dance to with your kids? Oh, that's such a good question. Akuna Matata. Baby, they on the Lion King heavy. But we got to run yes. Akuna Matata all the way to school. And I'm talking about school is 30 minutes from the crib. So for straight 30 oh, minutes, wow. it's on repeat. What and I love the message. Yeah, what a wonderful phrase. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 30 and minutes ain't no passing craze. 30 minutes is okay. you really committed. You hear me? <laughs> it means no worries for the rest <laughs> of your days. So I, <laughs> they want to hear that in Under the Sea. I love that though. I love that they really be on their old school Disney. It's our ch- No, I got one for you. I don't know if you watched it, but did you watch the Goofy movie? I did not. Do I need to watch the Goofy movie? Kevin Campbell was the like superstar. So his <gasps> voice was the superstar. And there was oh like- this song called Eye to Eye. And if you watch the Goofy movie, you already know. Like, this song was like a, it was a thing in the 90s. <laughs> and they want to hear Akuna Matata, Under the Sea, and Eye to Eye by Tevin Campbell from the Goofy movie. And I'm just like, how are they reliving my childhood? These are my favorites from a kid. Like, these are my childhood favorites. I mean, I'm almost about to cry. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. When we get when we get back, we got a couple more as we keep going with For the Record and Ms. Latoya Luckett. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We are in the midst of another edition of For the Record with our guest, Latoya Luckett. Now I've got another Hello. scenario for you. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, boy. What is the song that you listened to to heal? Ooh, like even now? Yeah, I mean, we you went through a really public situation where, you know, right. I know that in those private moments, you know, if you're a music person, you end up listening to certain songs that connect. Are there any songs that you feel like you connected with at that time? Yes, um, Mary Mary. And it's crazy because I just hosted a show in Houston, um, Magic Under the Stars, and they performed that song. And I was like, yo. Well, I'm you know, crazy. our our producer was the uh, executive producer for Erica Campbell's Amanda. radio show Come for seven years. So. Wow. See? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's two songs. I Can't Give Up Now and Yesterday. And okay. listening okay. to those songs is like... It just is so much healing power in it Mm. Um, because it's, you know, the words are, you know, I I just can't give up now. I've come too far um, from where I've started from. Nobody told me the road would be easy. Uh, And I don't believe he's brought me this far to leave me. So I always kept that in mind. Um, and then if I'm going through a breakup, it's stupid by Tony Braxton. <laughs> like, I'm gonna break my heart and stupid by Tony Braxton because I'll be feeling stupid after the relationship. <laughs> like, girl, did you really give your heart to this idiot? What are you doing? You're <sighs> stupid. <Ugh. laughs> no, don't beat yourself up. Just they, you know, they be really good at just, you know, presenting. You know, they really uh, be good at presenting their their representatives. You know, they know they know, they know what they're doing. They Like, mm, he played you. So how are we going to get, how are we going to exit stage left? Like, what what are we doing? Because we can't do this for much longer. We've got to go. We, we, we got to, yeah. We've got to yeah. go. So. You know, it's a mainstay that I still come back to even after all these years. Uh, once, you, once you've gotten over the breakup and you're really like there, then you have that moment. A good mm-hmm. old Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone moment. You only need it once. You only need I it can't once. breathe for the first time. Yeah, thanks yeah, to you. Thanks to you. Now I get what I want. What I want. Period. Since you've been gone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, oh. this is the last one. Last one. Now, for the record, Latoya Luckett. Mm-hmm. What song do you think should open the Destiny's Child reunion? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh man, uh, let's see here. Um, Something to choose from. Something to choose. Uh, you know what would be cool? And this is about to be left. This is about to be so far left. Take us there. But imagine it's two. It's two. I'm gonna give you two. But I feel like if you do this one too early in the show, it ain't gonna. 
Okay. But if you hear the beginning of So Good, if if you were in an arena and you heard the beginning <laughs> of So Good, you would know what time it is. Okay, okay. Because I was going to say, right. no, 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 part two. Because the do, 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 that gives a little, you know what I'm saying? And we ticking, we the doing movie. the whole like, yeah, come yeah, on. Yeah. But I feel like if you do that too early in the show, then, you know, you got to give, like you gotta you gave give it away. Out. Yeah. But ah. I feel like it was so good. Okay. That little funny, the cool noise. And people up. Yeah. Then they'll be like, okay, okay. Because I felt like, and it's also a beautiful message. Like everybody else has taken their own road, their own journey to get to where they are right now. And though it might've been rough for us or some of us or whatever, like we are still standing. We are doing so good. All mm. of us, all five of us, like everybody. Yeah, I like that, yeah. Still standing. So I feel like that would be a song that is a great represent, you know, it represents us all very well. It speaks to who we are um, and how, our resilience. And I just feel like it's a good, it's a feel good record. And I do feel like if you are a Destiny's Child fan and that comes on, you gonna feel a little something. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? You heard it right here, y'all. You heard it right here. That's another edition of For the Record with Ms. LaToya Luckett here at the Amanda yeah. Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seal Show. I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Hey, Amanda. This is Laurent out of Camden. It is what it is. Um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, addictive. I own to the teenagers, but to the parents. It will make a break a business. It will make a break a friendship. It will make a break anything. It's all about what you make it at the end of the day. And with the kids, as we were kids, we didn't have social media. You know what I mean? We wrote notes and sent notes to each other. I like you, you like me. And for the kids, it's even more, I mean, just everything. And then with the public house that you were speaking of, yeah, inside training all day. Like, the world as we know it is no more. You already know it, man. You're so informative. I appreciate you. Again, this is Laurent out of Canon. LC is what they call me. Um, love hearing you and keep winning. But yeah, man, it's just, it's crazy. And I'm in a truck. My voice is a little hoarse, but listen, we appreciate you. Keep pushing. And um, yeah, social media, again, at the end of the day, it is what you make it. But for the kids, even more worse because they're looking and seeing, and you know, their the parents, you know, it means it's just everything. But anyway, <laughs> with social media, it is what you make it. And you know, yeah. So rock out, let's go. Oh, and go birds. E-A-G-L-E-S-E. Thank you, Amanda. Keep <laughs> pushing and keep, keep it up in form. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's the parents on that phone. The parents are addicted to the phone. He said social media make or break a friendship. It's true. Right. Is, the damn memes. <laughs> I mean, the, the business, I can see, but the friendship, I was like, damn, y'all in social media break your friendships? But I guess, you know, if you see somebody on social media showing love to somebody, but they're not showing love to you, and you like, I thought we was friends. Or if it's like, now you know I don't ride with them. 
But then you no, I had to happen to me, Amanda. I had a friend. I was working on this project, and I was like, I would ask my friends to like share this thing to like support it. She told me she couldn't post it because it was her birthday, so she can't post on her birthday. Two days later, <laughs> she posted another classmate of ours doing something very similar, and I was like, oh, okay, got it, noted, cool. Ain't been a thing. Hey. Amanda, can can I can I present a problem and see what you say about this? Sure. I am uh, out of cahoots with a, a very close friend right now <laughs> because she started posting things on social media before she started messaging them to me, and it wasn't like that. Like first, it would be like, "Oh, I'm getting married. Oh, I'm pregnant," and then those messages stopped coming to me, and I had to learn stuff on social media, and I felt a way about that. I feel like as your friend. I should get the news first. Why do I have to find out on social media with everybody else? And so we have not talked for months because I, I have this. I told it to her lightly, but I didn't say it in the way that I was super passionate. But I, I, I'm hurt about it. And we haven't Did talked. Did she know you're hurt about it? I don't think Read so. It. <laughs> so but, uh, but, but, but my question is why? You done did to her what she did to you. Now we all but, know that you mad and she don't even know. But my question is, well, she has to know because we usually talk like we, you know what I'm saying? But my question is why? Why does but social media... But you aren't media... asking her that question. That's what you have to ask. Why is social media getting this before me? Because I have been in that situation where I had to ask and that's when I found out because you don't consider me a friend in the same way that you consider other people. And that was that. Yeah, it feels like, you know, like just wanting the praise and the glorification from social media, like maybe that's more fulfilling. But that just hurts because we've been friends for a very long time. And and now I'm prideful and I don't want to reach out. So it's like, all right. <laughs> so the caller is right. It ruins yeah. friendships. There we go. Life is too short, Rita. Life is too short. So just swallow your pride and reach out. Well, why she ain't swallowing hers? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Rita, this is coming from a seven-year producer of an inspiration team, of an inspiration radio show. So she's coming at you from a place of righteousness. And I right. hear her words because I agree. Don't ever let other people's whackness affect your decency. So, oh. there's that. We'll be right back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine. Welcome back. It is Friday, Black Friday. Did you know that this day is the biggest day for what trade? What profession? Retailers. Plumbers! Uh, <laughs> you know, I think there's actually probably truth in that. Though. I feel like there could be actually any truth in that. Just saying. Um... You know, I also just want to uh, remind you all that this is a time of year where we have to really remember about like togetherness, community, etc. And plumbers just made me think of how three years ago, folks was fighting over toilet paper. Okay, folks was fighting yes. over toilet paper three years ago. Oh, and right now we are watching a part of the world that is having to like literally like come together in order to survive. And mm -hmm. it has been a beautiful thing just to see like the Palestinian people like literally like just lean on each other find ways i saw somebody converted an electric stove into a coal stove i 
don't even know how wow. you would even start to do that. And they did it so they could figure out how to make <laughs> bread because there's no more bakeries. And I just was like, oh, my gosh, like this is ingenuity. Levels. But then what they were doing was they were serving everybody the bread. Like they didn't just make it for themselves, you know, like they were making uh-huh. it for the community. And I just thought, you know, it's so it's so like it's Jesus. so frustrating how so many dark things have to happen a lot of times for us to come together. But sometimes, listen, we those of us who are not there, we can take that as a as an inspiration mm-hmm. for how we can be better over where we are in in, in already fostering community. I also mm-hmm. went and saw the Bonobos a few weeks ago and you know, they are all about community. So <laughs> big ups, okay, big ups. All right, we got more show for you. So don't go anywhere. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seals Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show, everybody. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And you know, every Friday, we got to hit you with a Black Joy story. So let's do it. A story of Black Joy. All right, Amanda, we know you love the kids. So this is a great story. So Hamamba Kelly is a 14-year-old young man from Virginia and has been named America's top young scientist for his cancer-fighting soap invention. Like, listen, y'all, cancer-fighting soap invention. (laughs) Beyond. Um, The ninth grader from Annadale, Virginia, received the 3M and Discovery Education Award. And along with that, he received a 25K cash prize for inventing a compound-based bar of soap called MTS to treat melanoma, a form of skin cancer that costs about 50 cents to make. So over the next five years, the young scientist hopes to create a nonprofit organization to actually distribute the soap to needy communities. He said this, I have always been interested in biology and technology, and this challenge gave me the perfect platform to showcase my ideas. I believe that young minds can make a positive impact on the world. You right about that, Haman. You right about that one. These kids be advanced like on a whole <laughs> other level. Like the same way that we be like, these kids be too fast. It's like these other kids, like they're translating fastness into just like, forget all this school stuff. Can I just cure cancer <laughs> real quick? Like, you know what I'm saying? I just love this. And you know, it always means though that well, not always, but so often, like when we see this type of elevation, it's because mm-hmm. they, they had a supportive base. They had a supportive mm-hmm. base, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's their parents, their educators, you know, to help them really reach their their potential. So we love to see it. We love it. Shout out to How VA. Think of this. Like, what do you do in your brain at school? Like certain things like this is like my brain capacity and I reach this point where you're like, how do you even start to build a soap to fight melanoma? He told like, you. He said, I've always been interested in biology <laughs> and technology. They hit me it. with the challenge and I met it. That's how. Come on now. <laughs> All right. He got it. And we got you right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and it is a fun day Friday. Let's get into another edition of The Black Spin. Of course, all year long, our Black Spin has been dedicated to hip hop music. And uh, let's talk about 90s fashions. Okay. You, can you, did y'all hear my face light up? Did you hear the <laughs> smile that came across my face? Because it's not just even like 90s fashions. We got to go into the 2000s fashions as well. Now, what happened in the 90s that was really dope was we started to see the birth of like black owned lines. Now, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. There were lines that like people were using black people to promote. Right. So it was like boss always had black folks in the ads starting up. And then like, of course, we know Tommy Hilfiger started having black folks in the ads, polo, mm-hmm. etc. But then we had black folks that was like, you know what? How sway? How sway? Like this. So we have FUBU. 
Carl Kanai, Cross Colors. When them came out in the 90s, it was so serious, y'all. Like, there was just a new energy that really, I think, a lot of folks can't really understand at this point because they're so used to there being, like, black clothing lines. But at that time, that was so innovative. And for the hip-hop that was really beginning to, like, become a global um, empire and just a global genre of music, it was it was also the the actual style being transformed into now commerce, which was the expansion right. of hip hop. Right. And that was something that was really important too. It was like, here's another way that hip hop is getting folks out the hood. Here's another way that folks are getting the opportunity to expand with this culture beyond just the art form on the mic as a DJ or as a producer. So this was something that I was watching as a kid. And also like there was something that was so prideful about wearing these type of clothes because it really felt like I'm not just supporting hip hop. I'm supporting a black owned company. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that made me feel good about being a black person. And this then grew and expanded into the 2000s with Fat Farm, Mecca, LRG, Baby Fat, Sean John, and Nietzsche. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say it just like that. Sean John and Nietzsche, Avarex, Pele Pele. Like it felt so dope to like buy a new velour suit. Y'all don't understand. The velour era. suit was so real. It was an era. Then you had the lines that like people was trying to get off the ground. Like Nelly had a little line for a little second. Um, apple bottoms and uh, give apple me <laughs> apple bottom jeans and them apple bottom jeans boots with the fur. Yep, remember that. And then uh, who was it that also had a line? Oh, Nas had a line for a little bit. Um, called uh, what was it called? Not Escobar. I can't remember, but then he also had a line that he's invested in called history. But I say all that to say that it just felt great at the time to really be like wearing the music that you felt was identifying for you. And when I moved to New York to go to school at SUNY Purchase in the early 2000s in 1999, I really found myself in hip hop. Like I found my voice, my rebellion, my radicalism, my 10% chicken head, all of that, (laughs) all of that was grounded in hip hop. And so the clothes was also a big part of it. And if you're someone like me, like what you wear really is important. Like what you wear speaks for you before you speak for you. Uh, So to this day, y'all, I still have one of my Nietzsche, uh, Lady Nietzsche velour suits. Uh, I still have one of my... um, not Fat Farm. You know what we didn't name? Rockaware. Oh, Rockaware is major. I still have my Rockaware suit. So shout out to everybody who's like me and is a hoarder. There is a gray and pink Rockaware sweatsuit that I lost track of in my life. And I think about it like an old love. Like I literally think about it like a lost love, like from past lives. That well, is your. <laughs> we'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Well, child, we did it. We did it. It has been a fabulous week with you all here at the Amanda Seal Show. I hope everybody enjoyed it. And if you missed anything, you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Uh, we have a lot of time on our hands this weekend. I feel like a lot of people have like made it so that they just can sit around and do nothing. Well, you might as well just binge what we've been on about. I mean, all week long, we've been we've been at it. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Whether it was about uh, Cassie and Diddy or about Cardi and uh, and Patty. Uh, Patty LaBelle, yeah, Cardi and Patty, or you know, 
Andre and his flutie. Uh, we we really covered a lot of bases. So make sure you check us out because we also got into some politics and I want to make sure that you guys are always up on the know of things. Because remember, it's a vacation weekend right now. But we back mm-hmm. on Monday. Okay, we back. Yeah. We back, we back, we back. Like Mason Betha of Harlem World. And remember, this is uh, a time of year where a lot of people may not have somebody. So if you can volunteer or, you know, spread a little love, make sure to try and think about how you can do that. And, you know, there might be the friend that you think like, oh, I'm sure they have a bunch of invites to hang out, you know, during Christmas or during the holidays. Just, just, you know, drop that. Drop that in there. Because let me tell you, I was that friend. I was that friend that I felt like people always thought like, oh, she's probably got a bunch of invites because she's on TV or whatever, whatever. And I was sitting at that house by myself sad and lonely okay so check on your strong friends all right uh and remember we are each other's business when we look out for each other we lift each other up monday show we'll have all your black news pop culture news we're gonna kick off another group chat topic of the week and we'll have your 60 second headlines to keep you all up to speed don't go anywhere because there's more music coming up right here but we'll be right back on monday with the amanda seal show we up we up we up